This is Little Things, a 12-episode limited series podcast created by Piedmont University student Caleb Rogers, sharing the life-defining memories and moments of his fellow students with the goal of encouraging listeners and living fully and the importance of the little things in life. Welcome to the Little Things podcast. I am joined with Naomi. So, so <laughs> I don't try to say your last name because I always mess up. Just go for it. Solo Rosano. Nope, but so, close. Solozano. Solo Rosano. No. Okay, say it. Solorzano. Solorzano. Solozano. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Oh, I keep saying solo. Yeah. Rosano. Solo. Solo. Solozano. <laughs> See, I can't do it again. I give up. You got it right one time, and then you can't do it again. I give up. Well, thank you for being on the podcast with me, um, and I'm excited because not only podcast but documentary too. I know two different medias you get to hear from me and Caleb. And, and yeah, it's exciting. And just to start off this podcast, like I know we're, you know, wanting to get kind of into the things that have you know, changed mm-hmm. our lives in college, but let's, let's kind of start off with, like, the documentary. What do you think about the whole filming process, and how how has that been able to change your life in a sense of, like, oh, wow, like, this is about to come out, mm-hmm. like, for people to see. It's like I'm in a very vulnerable space. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it definitely kicked into me, like, last night when I was, like, just, like, laying in bed, and I, I was playing the trailer again because I was sending it out. I was I was sending those links out to my family members, and then I kind of sit in, and I was like, wow, this is going to be, like, uploaded in YouTube where a lot of people can see. Like, it had, like, recently clicked in that it's not just, you know, here at Piedmont, who which a lot of people at Piedmont already know that I'm undocumented, but it's going to be people, like, outside of Piedmont and, like, maybe from different states, different, like, areas. And then I was like, wow, people are going to know my story. People are going to figure out, like, from my childhood until right now. And, you know, it's so mind-blowing for me how media can do that. Like, you can share your story in so many platforms. I mean, Right now, you can't visually hear me, but you can hear my voice, and you're going to be able to hear my message through here. It's so crazy to me. And I mean, like like you mentioned, it's like I'm being vulnerable in front of people that I don't even know. These are complete strangers, like people that can be clicking on the trailer or when the um, documentary comes out, clicks on it. Like, that's crazy to me, like thinking that someone could click on the link and be like, hey, this is an interesting story. Who is she? And then they can try and look me up and stuff like that. It's so crazy to me how we're all so intertwined and connected through media. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, like, in regards of, like, the filming process, I mean, I want to be in film. So, like, seeing you, like, doing it and, like, me in the background, I'm, like, learning so much. Like, I'm gaining so much knowledge from you. And it's, like, I'm so grateful, like of being able to do this for experience of my own, but also to showcase my story out to the world. And I think that's so important to be able to, you know, share who you are Mm -hmm. and tell people your story. I don't think we do that enough. 
Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Especially, and I always say our generation. Mm-hmm. We don't, I don't feel like we're connecting the way we, I, I'd like us to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast is just to be able to connect with my the, my fellow students, my friends. Yeah. Um, be able to sit down and have a conversation that we probably wouldn't if we didn't have to, you know, because yeah. we just don't know how to connect. We don't know how to open up. We don't know how to be vulnerable. Well, we probably do. It's just, it's scary. Yeah, for You sure. know, it's, it's scary. And it's important to be able to connect with that person, but also just to, again, think of um, kind of going back and thinking of some of the little things that have helped get us to where we are today. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, important conversations to have. Yeah, I think, like, basically when someone's talking to someone else, they're just chipping the tip of the iceberg. They're just, like, all laughy, like, ha-ha, how are you? Like, stuff like that. But you never get really get to, like you were saying, like, the deep stuff. Like, what we are, like, with, like, the questions that you've asked me on the documentary, like, those are deep questions that I had to think first. And that's, like, something people don't do either is that they think before they speak or, like, they think before they want to, like, showcase a side of them that that's what something that has taught me in the documentary is kind of like appreciate the moments that people have with you and really express yourself because you only have one time and I understand like the concept of like first impressions matter but as well as like your communication of yourself like if you can't tell a story about yourself because you're too scared of what they're going to judgment you're already like holding yourself back and you're not reaching your full potential I can feel like right now the fact that I'm telling my story through these different kind of mediums because it's it hasn't just been with your documentary I've had I've been asked to be on other podcasts to talk about my story I've been asked to be um like in the article for the roar and like those different medias of showcasing my story has really like opened me up to like you know it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to talk because you are like I guess you can say, like, a role model to so many other people. Like, when I was sending out those links about the documentary, I kid you not, I was getting so many messages from, like, random people on Instagram saying, you're so, you're, you're so strong. Oh, my gosh, I love this story. I want to know more. Like, people are, like, coming up to you, like, wanting to know more. And that's so beautiful of the fact. It's beautiful, but it's also sad because... These people are complete strangers, and if we would have had not posted that trailer or we had never thought of the idea of doing the documentary, they wouldn't know. They wouldn't see me as a girl that goes to college that is undocumentary and, I mean, is undocumented and is going through so much. They wouldn't know that unless we push that out in media. That's why I feel like it's so important for media to have, like, that compassion, that empathy shown, because that's what ultimately connects all of us together right and i think that's what's so cool about like we are doing this documentary and it's we're we're both learning about each other and mm-hmm. and i'm learning from from you and, and your family and getting to know that and you're learning um more about yourself just by talking about it and getting more yeah. open but what's so cool is when you actually post that initial video and then you get like all this feedback, positive feedback, and it's yeah. that it's again, it's those like little things of just someone saying like, "Wow, you're so brave for doing this." It's it's mm-hmm. that one comment that just is like, "Whoa, 
It just makes you feel yeah. good. And I don't think we appreciate those those little moments of someone actually saying, you're so brave, you're so strong, and the impact that it has on us. Yeah. And then sure. we talk about those moments when I was saying, like, uh, send me a bunch of comments yeah, of 50, the negative things that people things, have yeah. uh, of that people have said about me and like the power that those negative things have on us and mm-hmm. how we we always talk about the negative things we never take the time to think of to really just enjoy the positive feedback we get or yeah. those good times that we really get and so it's just important and just seeing you enjoy yourself and even when you do have like difficult days it's you know i mean there's always good things that come out of it and another thing like mm-hmm. like when you were saying like um at the uh, before we got into that you were talking about how we have um like friendships it's kind of like surface level yeah i think it's so important to i think we do have a lot of friend friends that are surface level friendships mm-hmm. and it's important to you know, dig deeper and, and, and have those more meaningful relationships. Yeah. So when we do do go through difficult days, it's like, hey, you can turn that person and, like, actually, like, talk to them and feel better about it. And maybe they'll offer some advice. But I think the most important thing is just having a friend that will listen to you mm-hmm. and tell them that they love you and they'll be there for you, you know? Yeah, I definitely That's what's agree. important. And we don't have that that much. I had another individual on my podcast who I was talking to that about, and, and that individual was like, I don't really have – a friend that I can do that with. Mm-hmm. And that individual was like, um, well, I don't know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. And it makes me sad. It genuinely makes me sad because that's what I, whenever, when I have friends and I need to, I need to be quiet. So you, <laughs> you can tell yourself. Go for it. Go for but it. Like, but whenever I, for friendships with me, it's so important to make that deeper connection with mm-hmm. people it's important to have that inner circle, whether it's, it could be one, two, three, four people mm-hmm. that you don't need that many that are, that you're that close with. Right. But it's important to have a couple of them yeah. and you can't get there unless, you know, you actually have you like, ha- the talks. The, you just, you, you know, you tell them that you're there for them. You're listening to that person. You tell them that you care and, and, um, that you love them and you're mm-hmm. there for them and stuff. And, People, it's, I mean, I, again, we're just so glued to our phones. As he looks like at we his sit, phone. Well, and, and I'm just like, I'm acting like you can actually see me right now. But we sit, we sit in the classroom. We sit in a classroom. Like before the teacher comes, we sit in a classroom and everyone's just glued to their phones. Mm-hmm. We should be having meaningful conversations. Say hello. How was your day? What do you, um, uh, how are you, how's your family doing? I don't know. What if someone's going through a difficult time with their family and, you don't, I mean, not everyone shows it. Like, that's yeah. how you make those deep, meaningful connections. Mm-hmm. Same thing in the workplace. You go into an office before a meeting, people are <laughs> sitting on their phones. I don't believe, I, phones shouldn't be in classroom settings, and phones shouldn't be in office settings. Mm-hmm. I say, I mean, I'm saying that now when I, I do it. I'm doing better with not doing it, but they shouldn't be. That's mm-hmm. where new ideas come up. That's where we connect with people. And our generation is terrible with it. It's not just Gen Z, it's millennials too. Mm-hmm. My parents are terrible with their phones. They sit at home on their phones all the time. I try to have a conversation with them. I I definitely agree with you, you know? on that. Yeah. That's my spiel. Back to you. 
I'm going to have in the description, Naomi talks for two minutes and then Caleb talks about... Caleb gets on his soap opera yeah. box. <laughs> but yeah, and, and that's uh, that kind of made me think when you were talking about superficial friendships, I was like, that kind of made me think about that. But let's go back into, we talked about the documentary, let's go back kind of you coming in freshman year of college and everything that you've been through so far. What is been some of your good your favorite moments what are some things that you've been able to experience and learn and and some of the little moments that you've been able to take out of college so far I guess since we're on the topic of friendship cool down (laughs) but um since we're talking about the the topic of friendship I that's one of the positive things that's one of the little things I'm very grateful for because without the friendships that I've made here on in Piedmont I don't think I would have stayed, to be honest. I feel like I maybe would have had given up at some point because also a lot of the friendships that I have now are the reason why I change majors. And it's not because I was like, oh, they're all in this department, so I should change department. No, it's because they actually were looking out for me and saying, hey, like, are you happy in this major? And I was like, no. And they're like, then go for this. Like, you look happy because I was like, talking to one of my friends and I was like I really want to do film and then they were like then do it what's stopping you it was like what's stopping me is like those negative comments that I've had gotten since like such a long time ago and that's another little thing that I'm very happy about is like all the positivity that's around here like yes there are times where it's negative but it's mostly positive well at least for me because I have such a great community around me, like here in Swanson Center, the friends that I have, like they're all very supportive. Also just accepting the fact that like, you just you just have to take it a day by day. And it's definitely a new scene for me because back then it was negativity after negativity. So having so much positivity thrown at you, sometimes you, you start thinking like, is this for real or is this just kind of like, is this a, a, a point for you to manipulate me? And I think little by little, I've been learning that this is actually like true friendships. Like, I mean, you and me, back then I feel like I wouldn't be friends with you because I would have been intimidated by you and I would have been like, no, I can't talk to this. I can't talk to this guy. But like now we're like having conversations. I mean, you're whole, doing a whole documentary on me And, like, you're getting to know me at a deeper level. And I feel like I can always call you and be like, hey, Caleb, I need help on this. Or, hey, Caleb, can you just listen to me with this? As well as other people here on campus. So it's really those friendships and that positivity that has been really helping me here uh, in college. That's, again, that's what, like I'm saying, it's so important to be able to have those those relationships um, because it just makes not only our college experience better, but... um, life in general it does it really does because there have been I would say probably like three points in my life where I've hit like like bedrock where I thought disclaimer I thought that it was better for me to just end everything and every time I had ever thought about that the only reason why I got up was because of the fact that someone was there someone was positive Someone was like, you have to keep going. There's no way you can stop now. I mean, I had um, thoughts, I think, freshman year. And the only reason why I, like, 
could surpass it was because I had someone there because of that friendship. And I'm so thankful for them of the fact that I didn't proceed with those thoughts. Because back then, it would be like those thoughts and I would want to go into action. But now it's just a thought because I have so many people around me. And you're right, it is important. Because I feel like if I wouldn't had you or other people that are here in the same department, I feel like I wouldn't even be here anymore. You get me? So it's so important to have those friendships. that, And it's not like to put the iceberg friendship. It's like such a more in-depth like, I don't even want to call it friendship because I see you as my family. Like, I see you as an older brother that I never had because I'm the oldest out of three girls. Like, I see you as an older brother. I see so many people here as older siblings that are taking care of me. And I love that because that is, like, the type of friendship that you want. It's, like, not even friends. It's, like, family. Like, I, I can go up to you and be like, oh, my gosh, Caleb, this happened and blah, 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 blah. And I know you'll listen to me and then you'll be like, hold up. But were you in the wrong for this? Like, you would you would straighten <laughs> yeah, me right. up. Right, right. You would be like, no, no, hold up, hold up. Did you have fault? And, the, and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right. And, like, you, you and, like, so many other people would be like that. And I feel like that's so important. And you're right. Like, you're absolutely right. And I love that about how I've grown because so many of my friendships back then were toxic back then either they were toxic or we would just fade out and like you wouldn't be able to have more conversation with them and it was because it was just the tip of an iceberg kind of friendship it was just a maybe hello and that's it like I know your name I know we would have the same like social social studies class but that's it but if like once we like I left high school there were so many people that I thought was my friend now I don't even know so much about them. And, like, it's later on when I'm talking to someone else when they're like, oh, did you hear about this person? Did you hear about this person? This person's married. This person's this. And then you're just like, when was I ever in the loop of this? But to be honest, we've never, we never passed that kind of line. We never crossed that line of getting to know each other more, hence you not knowing so much what's going around you. Right. And you know what, that, I, I, that um, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, more stuff. I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> but I think it's so interesting, and I've been able to experience it. I think a lot of people can experience or understand this too. And sometimes I feel like we don't even realize it until somebody tells us. Mm-hmm. But I watched a video um, from one of my favorite authors, motiv- uh, motivational speaker. But he talks about how we get to a certain age that we kind of tra- transition into a period of wanting to be accepted by our peers and not so much uh, accepted to get the approval of our peers and not mm-hmm. so much. Our, our, our parents or you know and stuff so I think it's what's so interesting is when we kind of cross that age of wanting to have that attention and love from our peers and approval from our peers that we kind of almost forget about our family and everything that they've done for us mm-hmm. and I've definitely been through you know that that period of like um, again wanting the approval from my peers wanting the love and the acceptance of my peers that I don't actually fully cherish the time that I'm with my family or not even with them that much. Mm-hmm. And then here I am and my parents are older than most parents are. And um, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I wish I had been able to cherish those times more. And I'm cherishing cherishing them more with my parents now because I realize that I'm loved by my peers and my family. And that, like, mm-hmm. I just – it doesn't – if you don't like me, then 
it's none of my business, right? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. But I think it's so important to cherish the moments that you have with your family, with your parents. And your mom even told me that the other day when we were doing the documentary, the interview yeah. of how, you know, she didn't, ha- your family didn't have all this certain, like all these things that most of us are able to have. And what's so important is that she's able to be here in America with her family. And that's what makes her happy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important for us to understand is, you know, when we're with our family or wherever you are at that moment, whether you're with a friend or a family member, is to just cherish those moments, be in the present with that person. Yeah. Put your phone down. Put your goddamn phone down, okay. right? First of all, I don't have my phone at all. My phones are in my lap. <laughs> He's just saying that out loud. No, I'm not talking specifically to <laughs> Naomi, but I guess what I'm saying is like, you don't need to be talking to your friend that's 100 miles away. Mm-hmm. Who you're with is who you're with right now. Yeah. Whether it's your mom, your dad, your your partner, your friend, pay attention to them. Enjoy what you're doing with that person mm-hmm. at that moment. You know, and 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 your mom basically said that we don't know if tomorrow's gonna happen for us. Yeah. She <laughs> oh my could, your mom's like, <laughs> you could die. <laughs> I was my, like, wow. <laughs> my mom's English is. It's okay, but when she's talking about some serious stuff, I mean, this is how she said it. She's like, tomorrow, you could be dead. You could be dead. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. I, I was <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> but to be honest, it's the harsh truth. It you is. never know. You, you never know. You never know when it's your last day. You never know if it this moment that we're having, you and me, is our last moment. I could step out of that door right now and not come back. Same with you. You could step out of that door and not come back. And... You know, that's something that a lot of people don't start to think about when they're like, okay, if this was my last day, would I be happy with the friendships and the relationships that I have have had? Are we good? Because sometimes people end up like not having that good friendship and then ending it in a bad way. And then when they're at the like their deathbed, they're like, ah, oh, man, I wish I could have like made up with this person or i wish i could have done that and same things with like what you were mentioning a lot of people don't um appreciate their time with family members or with people that they're close with and they end up thinking about and their last dying wish i wish i had more time with my wife or like stuff like that and it's so it's like that's something that i feel like not just like my mom but like my grandparents have taught her is that like live your life as basically it's your last day because you never know you never know when you can you know as some people say kick the bucket you know and sometimes you got to really think about it sometimes that's how I put myself on reflection mode I like start thinking I'm like okay and this is usually at, at night late at night kind of reflection so I'm like laying in bed and like okay if I close my eyes and I don't wake up am I happy with what I have done and you start thinking, and there's going to be some no's, there's going to be some yeses, but, like, at the same time, you got to reflect, and you're like, okay, if I wake up, i got to do better. If I wake up, I have to make sure that my friendships, my relationships with whoever is good and not leave it at, like, don't leave it as you might have left it last time. You might have been mad, you might have been angry, but just... If you do get the next day, just apologize and keep moving forward. Keep growing that friendship. Keep growing that relationship with whoever. Because sometimes 
I know sometimes, and I, I know it's happened to other people, you sometimes have to apologize for something that you didn't even do wrong just so the other person can deal with it. And then in your heart, you know that it wasn't, like, it wasn't your fault, but just say sorry for that person because you, you can't just end up losing someone just due to an argument because someone and you could not agree on something. So I think sometimes you just have to have that mentality is that am I going to be alive the next day? Right, right. Naomi, you are amazing. Thank you so much for Absolutely having amazing. me here. <laughs> that was such a great conversation. Guys, if you were listening to this and you are at Piedmont or around Piedmont, Undocumentary, the documentary about Naomi comes out April 6th in the screening room at the Swanson Center at 6 o'clock. Come to the premiere. Please, please, please. It will be so much fun. You will not want to miss it. If you are far away, you are more than welcome to watch it on YouTube. Again, it will premiere on YouTube and Instagram April 6th at 6 o'clock as well. Make sure you join in every Thursday with your host, Caleb Rogers, sharing the life-defining memories and moments of his fellow students with the goal of encouraging listeners and living fully and the importance of the little things in life.